Hello. Oh, sweet. Yes. Sweet. You guys are in the studio together? I know. I wish you were here. So jealous. So they were having this big bowl meeting in the big boss's (laughs) office, and I just barged right in. I'm like, is this important? Because if it's not, I want Claire right now. That's almost exactly what happened. I felt very important. (laughs) (laughs) Got me. I did. I was really proud of myself because normally I'd be like, oh, I don't want to interrupt them. They're so so important. Truth (laughs) is, I would have walked out in five minutes on my own anyway because I had to go to the bathroom really bad. So, Claire, you know, Anna tried to get out of doing the opening and closing, but we like... You know why? Because you're in the main studio. You got the clear voice and everything amongst things. I uh, wish you could see us. We're shaking our head. No. 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 (laughs) That's you. You are the opener and closer, no matter where we are or what we're doing. Right. Nice try. Nice try, Anna. Good effort. Well, okay, here's the opening. Welcome to Listen and Learn or Not. My name is Anna D. In our podcast studio recording us is live coach Lori. Hello. Hello. (laughs) She does Afternoons with J. Cruz on Warm 106.9. Ladies, do you know J. Cruz recently showcased an amazing rising star on the show? No. Who's that? A bird who knows queen songs. Take a listen. This is incredible. I love that. (laughs) Aunt Claire of Fits in the Morning on 98.9 The Bull is in that same studio. That's a rarity. It is a very rarity. First of all, it's rare to even be able to see Lori in person, which is always an unexpected pleasure to run into her. (laughs) But to like be able to share the same studio for an afternoon is like, get really? Can I promise? It's like old time. It is. I just wish you were here. I know. (laughs) One day we'll be complete. That's right. Well, the men of the bull on 98.9 The Bull uh, glorify Aunt Claire each and every day. And they love to tease her. And I know they teased you real bad this morning, Claire, just talking about autumn and and sweater weather. And here's that. (laughs) You did not. (laughs) I did, too. All right, right over there is uh, Aunt Claire looking so, so warm and, and, and just warm. I am. I'm feeling very warm and cozy today. It was a little nippy today. It would like the temperature started with a four Excuse today. Excuse me. It's a little early for that, don't you think? Nippy? It's never too early to be nippy. All right. Good morning. <laughs> uh, you know what, Claire? I agree. <laughs> As you know, some mornings I'm quite nippy. Yes, I know you are. Uh, I, uh, I, you know. Uh-huh. And and you're like uh, I think one of the first females who told me uh-huh. that, and, and this was mind blowing to me that women like notice that on dudes. Of course you do. How do you not notice it? I know, but like, but you're like the first person, like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, uh, when a woman sees that on a guy, we're like, ooh, and I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm like, if a man is cold, I go, I've never heard that in my entire life. But is that true? It's- like, ladies, do you like it when a man walks into the room a little nippy? I am so glad I wasn't there for this original conversation, but I'm not glad that I'm being drawn into it now. It was a day that I was in the studio and I was cold, and I was and I was a bit too much already. Thank you. No no need for further explanation. Claire goes, "Oh," and I'm like, "What? Really? Thank Uh you." Hey, everybody's happy when the headlights are on and safer. First of all, in my defense, I do want to say at the very beginning that the wave I've always grown up is nippy as in, oh, there's a chill in the air, a nip in the air. That's what I meant. But when you're working with a room full of boys, 
Everything is about, that. you know, right? And Damn. so they take the simplest thing and they turn it into something completely different. And you know what? After all this time, I just go with the flow. Right. Right. If you don't, it's so to. much worse. Right. <laughs> but uh, I do love to turn it back on Fitz because he's, you know, he loves him some nip talk. <laughs> he calls them his moobs. Uh, he'll... He'll often say, you know, like today, for example, we had donuts brought to the studio for a, a, a presentation, which was very kind of the people who sent us the donuts. And Fitz is very conscious of his weight. He's worked very hard to remain slim. And he always says, I can't eat that. It will go straight to my moobs. So I know that he loves moob talk. <laughs> I had brothers, so I thought I kind of knew everything I needed to know about the world. But this is a whole different dimension. Yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. Yes, and. <laughs> Just keep it going no yep. matter what. <laughs> yep. Yes, and. <laughs> they know how to shock us. They do. And and it's, it's just amazing. Like, like, I will look at some like the most accomplished men that you meet or that you maybe see on television or, or you hear them speak. And you know, deep down inside, they're still 14 years old. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was really obvious in that room you were the only girl. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't mind. You know, I I get I get along with all people, men and women. You know, yes, yeah. You and I think probably the ideal workplace is is a a, a perfect mix mm-hmm. of both, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, people yeah. of all walks of life and and both sexes. But um, it is interesting having mostly worked with mostly women all my life. This is the first time that I've worked really? with almost exclusively men. Everything, just the administration and the and the coworkers um, it, within that little section. I mean, in in the entire building, it's it's more right. many more women. But because of COVID, most of those women are at home. In fact, the other day we have mm. a coworker that's going to be leaving for um, a really wonderful opportunity, <laughs> and Aww. she held a uh, they had a little Zoom. They called it Girls Zoom Lunch or something. They invited a few people, and uh, it was all just women. Mm. And it was really fun, even though I wasn't with them in person. Even just zooming with just girls, it was like, oh, finally, <laughs> this feels Yay. nice. Yay! Um, but it's it's fun. It is a challenge. I love those guys. They're like brothers. They're great guys. Just like any family. Sometimes I want to punch them, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but but mostly I want to hug them. And you know, they call me Aunt Claire because I'm an aunt. I have like between myself and my partner, we have 14 nieces and nephews. Wow! And, and also Fitz's kids call me Aunt Claire. Cute. And so, but sometimes I really feel like I am the aunt in that room. Yes. Like if this were <laughs> yeah. a sitcom, I would be like crossing my arms and going, "Oh, writer!" You know, like I would be that character because sometimes they just say really dumb stuff. You know. So at church last. Last week, the gal that I was sitting by, I can sit by her because we're in a bubble. You're a bubble. bubble. Yes. Right. And she, most people don't realize where I work, you Mm -hmm. know, because people aren't curious. And she said something about Aunt Claire. And I said, Aunt Claire on the bull? And she said, yeah, Aunt Claire on the bull. And I go, do you know I work with her? She's like, you do? I go, yeah. And I do a podcast with her. You're kidding me. So here I post a picture of me with Shelly and everyone's like, you know, Shelly Hart. Now it's like everyone's like, you know, Aunt Claire. I'm like, what am I, chopped liver? (laughs) (laughs) This was a church. That's lovely. Um, That's lovely to hear that. Yes, you are loved, Aunt Claire. Oh, that's really awesome. Wait, hang on. You know Shelly Hart? (laughs) (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) Can you introduce me? Uh, Maybe. Oh, soon, Life Coach Lori, people are going to be like, you know Lori Hardy? You know what? We wouldn't even be doing what we're doing if it weren't for Life Coach Lori Hardy at this point. Yeah. I mean, Lori, just as a traffic reporter, when I very first got here, I've been a traffic reporter before, but I hadn't been back to Seattle in 
long time, maybe 15, mm. 20 years. And I certainly didn't know everything there was to know here by even a stretch of the imagination. And when I walked in, I asked my then boss, I said, is there somebody I can sit with that will? And before I even finished that sentence, she said, you need to meet Lori Hardy. <laughs> you need to meet Lori Hardy. I'll set you up with her. And then I listened to Lori. And then I was really nervous. I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to Oh, she's going to think I'm an idiot, you know, and then, and she was great. And I came in here and I sat with her and we obviously hit it off as, as friends now. At least I think yes. so. Well, we um, had Coopville in common. Aww. We do have, yes, we do have Coopville in common. Very true. And we, you know, you talked be- all things traffic and all of that stuff. And then after that, I got to know her in many, many other ways. And so I think the lesson there is not, oh, do you know, do you know, but that all of us are touched by Coach Lori and all of us are better because mm-hmm. of Coach Lori. And Aww. I mean that in deep sincerity. Thank you. Aww. With that, let's talk about Halloween. <gasps> 15 days until Halloween. Woo, woo. I know. Are you going to dress up? What for? What do you mean, what for? I don't know. Just because. You know, I, I thought about it. I don't think we're going to be trick-or-treating. My kid, I think, is choosing not to. So that would leave us to um, give out the candy this time. It's not banned, right? No. No, it's it's not. Okay. It hasn't been said not to happen. Yeah. 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 I haven't heard anybody say Washington State's not allowed. Uh, I did buy like two humongous big things of candy. I still have my costume from last year. I didn't buy anything new. So, yeah, I don't know. Are, are you guys going to dress up? I mean. Yeah, I'm going to dress up um, and I'm cool. going to be ready for kids to come to the house. We're not going to go anywhere, but I'm going to decorate for me because I like, you know, it's just fun. I love to decorate and <laughs> I'm going to be ready. And if nobody comes, I'll be sad, but not surprised. And if people do come, I'll be glad I went to the effort. And how will you give them the candy? Will you let them put their hand in the dish or how will how will you do that? <laughs> uh, this is really probably more effort than needs to happen. But I think what I'm going to do. This is so weird. <laughs> set up like five or six chairs and I'm going to have like a little like bundle of candy on each chair, like two or three little pieces and the kid can come and grab that piece of candy and then I'll go quick replace it with the other one. Oh, okay. So I don't know like physically if that's like the best idea, (laughs) but it at least rather than having a big bowl or or having to like use a stick or something like that. Because you're going to sit outside on the driveway, right? I'll sit six feet away from them and I'll just like, (laughs) you know, with my adult beverage. Yeah, You'll have your yardstick to poke them if (laughs) they get too close. Exactly, my six foot foot yardstick. (laughs) And I'll just be like, grab that pile, grab that pile, because I'm not imagining large hordes of children. I mean, I figure, mm-hmm. pr- figure if they come as families, they'll come three or four or five at a time. Yeah, and you got to give just... them enough for mom and dad to rate it. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm envisioning is my plan. Now, mm. if it's raining, then they'll, that'll be a different kettle of worms. But Umbrella? Yeah, I guess. But Soccer then I'd umbrella? have to have like a giant umbrella. Mm. Oh, you know what? We have a tent. <gasps> Oh, that's a good idea. That would attract them too. Yeah, you could do that even if it's not raining. I wonder if Sharon would put searchlights on there too. Yeah. Do you want us to ask Sharon for you? Yeah. (laughs) Call her and ask her if I can use it. Brilliant. Woohoo. See, Lori, I'm telling you, you inspire me every day. <laughs> Listen and learn or not. <laughs> Life coach, Lori. I am thinking I will not dress up because none of my grandkids are here. And the area I live, I've never been home on a Halloween because I work evenings, mm-hmm. but my neighbors say nobody comes. Uh, so, um, and okay, I've been really honest with you guys. I'm afraid of people in costumes. <laughs> Really? I'm scared what? to death of clowns. Did you know that? Everybody. I hate clowns, too. 
You know they're just children dressed as clowns, but you can't No, but get... the adults, yeah, the children. Uh-huh. But then if I dress up and adults dress up, like when we have our big party here at Hubbard, uh-huh. I feel a little safer because I know I know the people, uh-huh. right? They can't trick right. me and be some serial killer. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Benny. <laughs> but... When I was pregnant with one of my kids, I was coming down the stairs on the ferry and I heard this just kind of floppy and I turn around and it was Dino. It was our island clown. And I screamed and he made the sad face, but he already had the sad face painted on. But he was like, oh, and my husband at the time turned around and goes, oh, she's scared of clowns. And then he was even sadder. <laughs> but I knew it was Dino. But seriously, none of us knew what Dino looked like in real life. Right. So... A yeah. lot of people are scared of clowns. That's not a oh, new yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. But, I don't trust um, them. But to be scared of costumes in general, also, you just don't like, you don't like the idea of people coming to your house in a costume. Well, I think it's just like, I'm very friendly. And if I don't know who somebody is, then I'm like, I don't know who that is. What do I do? What do I say? Do I just pretend I know them? It gives me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, get that. I know. It's kind of embarrassing now <laughs> now that i've talked it out no, it's common i think it's more common than you think i do too yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah, especially you... the clown faces i mean oh. well and then they had that year remember that year with the yeah. psycho clowns that did not help no no that didn't help at all yeah nope. i do feel bad nope. for like real true clowns clowns though who make a living <laughs> clowns. I mean, that's who really of... want to make people happy. Yeah. So a few months, mu- well, before COVID, my girlfriend is an event planner and she was asked to plan this little kid's party. He was five. And so I went, we blew up balloons. I mean, it was extravagant. It was huge decorations. And all of a sudden it's in Bellevue. Our Dino walks in from the island and we both go, that's our clown. And then we felt so <laughs> embarrassed and he's looking at us like, who are you? And we know you. No. We're like, you're from Whidbey Island. And he's shaking his head. He won't say a word. And we're like, we're like, we're from Whidbey Island. We know you. We're so proud of ourselves for knowing the clown. Don't <laughs> you remember clown. me? I was scared of you. I right. Well, one time early on when the kids were little, he was doing something at the library and he actually ripped a book in half. And <laughs> everybody was mortified. It's like, don't teach the kids to rip up books. You know? <laughs> anyway, enough about Dino. Halloween. Oh, yeah, Anna, you said your kids themselves have chosen not to do anything. Is that because of their age or COVID or? or... Because of COVID. Yeah. Because of COVID. Um, I mean, the, the older one, yeah, probably because of his age. He, um, he hasn't trick-or-treated for a while, but the youngest had been trick-or-treating. And I think she's choosing not to. I would, it hasn't been official, but she hasn't asked for us to buy costumes or anything either. So that's a big sign. Yeah, hmm. she's a kid. She'll wait till the night time. before. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. Like when, it, like when a, a school project is due. Right. Right. <laughs> By the way, Mom, I need four dozen cookies homemade tomorrow. <laughs> Relief no! map of the entire state of Washington, complete with working volcano. Right. <laughs> <laughs> are you Are you guys in scary mode uh, during this season? I, uh, you usually are, right? Oh, like and, scary and movies? Are you this year? Well, I yes, live alone, so I live alone, so I don't watch scary movies. Now, I do like crime movies, but I don't like scary movies like that. It one, even like Dexter, is really scary. And once I wasn't living with my sister any longer, I couldn't watch it by myself. <laughs> so, uh, if I'm alone, no, I do not watch scary movies. 
we already generally watch a lot of scary things. Like I'm already just like on a standard day, a Walking Dead fan or, you know, I do get a little bit more into the Halloween mood. I, I think I might. So the Disney Plus channel, we kind of did a switcheroo and dropped some channels and add some channels this mm. year. And I sort of treated myself to Disney Plus. And apparently they now have the complete, they have the complete Simpsons, like 30 years of the Simpsons. <gasps> and they have a complete collection of the Treehouse of Horrors, which is like they, always their annual Halloween special. Oh, and yeah. so I think we may roll that maybe be next weekend and the weekend after we may crash through because they're just funny and fun and they're Halloween and <laughs> creepy but they're just goofy and silly but in terms of really really scary stuff it's been I hate to say this but I don't get scared easily anymore I think it's because we watch so many of these things I enjoy suspense more than I enjoy actual fear because fear is pretty easy to do yeah but really good suspense is not and it's that's fun when you see it so like the psychological thrillers? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm one that if I'm watching with people and I can't handle it, I get up and run to the bathroom or run in the other room. Right. <laughs> then, I, then they can tell me what happened. Because the movie made you poop your pants? Pretty much. <laughs> I think the funny thing is I think we were talking earlier about what's the scariest movie you've ever seen. I think the first movie that ever really scared me, and it's certainly not a Halloween movie, was um, Alien. The original <gasps> Alien with Sigourney Weaver. I was pregnant. Were you pregnant? That was wow. horrifying. Yeah. That was horrifying. Out in Sue Made screen. you pop out. <laughs> Did you go into labor? <laughs> Just about. She's giving birth. <laughs> I mean, because the creepy monster was creepy, but more than anything, it was the silence and <sighs> the waiting and the going around the corners. And mm-hmm. that scared the bejeebies out of me. There's no chainsaw or Camp Crystal Lake slasher movie that, to right. me, even compares with that kind of fear. <laughs> How about you, Under the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> They're just so dumb. When I see those kids and I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. You deserve to die at the hands of Freddy Krueger because clearly you've never seen one of these. Like, I did like the movie Scream because it called them out for how dumb they are. (laughs) That and the Geico commercial. Right? Yes, I love that. Why can't we go to the running car? Are you crazy? (laughs) Hi, Anna. What scares you? Um, For me, I think my first, like, scary movie um, was... Poltergeist, the first one that Steven Spielberg directed, mm-hmm. because I I think ghost and like spirit kind of movies like really creep me out. But I can't do anything that's like real, like The Exorcist. I cannot do The Exorcist. I've never seen that. Have oh. you? I have. It's a great oh, movie. I haven't either. It's great. It's can't very, do it. <laughs> it's very frightening. But it, you know what? It holds up fifty years, whatever later. It's it's pretty scary. Fifty years later, they did some sort of addition to the original Exorcist by putting some like digitized, really? more more digitized stuff. Like you don't remember um, the kid going down crab crawling down the stairs, right? No. Okay, they added like digitized things like to that movie just to make it scarier. <laughs> I just remembered. This is so funny. I just remembered this. So that movie was shot around uh, Washington, D.C. and Maryland and Arlington, Virginia. And um, there's a, the staircase that he falls down, spoiler alert, <laughs> is in actually in Georgetown, Washington, where my brother went to college. And I remember he took me there. He's like, oh, we're going somewhere. We're going somewhere. <laughs> and then we got there and he's like, these are the exorcist steps. And I was like, ah! <laughs> you know, like, why would you show me that? You know, I was probably like 10 years old. That's the last thing I needed to see, you know. But yeah, I got that's weird. I just remembered it and got a little chill. But no, that, that, that's a good old, good old fashioned creepy movie. God, was, was it ever filmed in St. Louis or did it have anything to do with St. Louis at all? I don't you know? remember. 
I've, I've never seen the movie, but I remember people um, were talking about like some building in St. Louis. And the whole reason why they don't have a 13th floor in this particular building is because of something with The Exorcist. That's why I'm wondering. <laughs> Wasn't that true for the Columbia Tower? I think that yeah, a lot of buildings oh, don't have 13th floors. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, that's pretty that? common. Hotels don't have 13th floors. Did you ever notice that? No. I'm not yanking your chain, Lori. Lori's looking at me like I'm making it up. <laughs> there, there may be some, but for the most part, next time you travel, many high-rise hotels don't have 13 floors because people refuse to stay on them. So they goes from Wait. 12 to 14 <gasps> to which you. But ask there yourself. is a 13th floor. So if you have like 20 floors, it's right. truly a 13th floor. It's just the number that's not going to be on there. That's, that's right. Are they scared of the number one yes. three? Yes. What? I'm would, not making it up. It's would you true. stay on the 13th floor? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know what? Number thirteen is actually my lucky number. <laughs> I let me tell you something. My sister's family, her in-law family, they are very superstitious about the number thirteen. And if you cannot have thirteen people at a holiday, Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas, birthday, no matter what it is, if there are thirteen people that are coming, they will invite a fourteenth. And if that or 14th, kick somebody out, <laughs> and if somebody doesn't show up, someone will leave. The hostess. Really? Like, oh. I've, I've had, I've been to homes where they threw a party and the hostess left because they didn't want there to be 13 people at the party. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Yeah. More wine for me. <laughs> you know, um, there was one time, so we were at church, and they always put the numbers of the hymns just before we all sing it for each part of the Mass. And uh, <laughs> one time... One of the hymns was on page 666. <laughs> <laughs> and, and usually they also announce it too. So it's like, okay, so for the song for the communion is page 666. Everyone's like, <laughs> gasps. <not> good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those are superstitions. Like, are there, do you guys have some superstitions that you still believe in or still do things around? Like yeah. Practice? Crack your mother's back or <laughs> <laughs> you know, that one. I'm sure I do. So um, I worked in theater, professional theater for many oh. years. And theater people are extremely superstitious. Mm -hmm. Interestingly, and I think this is true anywhere, superstitions generally tend to come from a reason, right? So, for example, in a theater, you're never supposed to whistle. Now, I think that comes from the old times when whistling was a signal for, hey, throw that very heavy sandbag up from the rafters down on the deck. Oh, and if you accidentally whistled at the wrong time, you'd get beaned, right? So, I, you know, I think on ships, it's the same thing. You're not supposed to whistle because it means something. Oh, my gosh. And so I get, even now, I don't work in theater anymore, just here at the radio station. Because to me, the radio station's like a theater, right? Because it's where I do my job every day. Theater of the mind. Theater of the mind. When I hear people whistle, I get a little, I, I get a little nervous when people are whistling indoors like it's not a good idea. <laughs> Like something's going to happen. Yeah, that freaks me out. But I've owned black cats all my life, so I'm not afraid of those. <laughs> oh, those are the most beautiful, I feel like. They are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with their glowing green eyes. Woo! Mm -hmm. so awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm superstitious, really. So, so you don't, like, hold your breath when you pass a graveyard or anything like that? No, but I used to, like, tell my kids to hold their breath when we cross a bridge or look out for that black cat, but just all in fun. Yeah. Yeah. They need counseling now. Will you will you go under a, a ladder? Yes. You would go under a ladder. Oh yes. No, you don't. No, I won't go under a ladder. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You're right. No, I will not go under a ladder. But That's you, Emma, okay. will you? Me? No. 
You're not no. going to do letters either. More because I'm afraid of something falling on me like a can of paint. Right, right, right. <laughs> what, what else are you suspicious of, Anna? Um, or superstitious of? <laughs> superstitious. <laughs> um, uh, like I, um, to this day, like if I if I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and I go without turning on the lights just because I don't want to, you know, lights and all that i i get a little creeped out about the medicine cabinet mirror um because of <laughs> because of something i grew up hearing about was this thing called like bloody mary i knew i knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> oh, i i try not to think about that phrase and then because it's automatic so I, of course i'm thinking about that phrase and i'm like oh my god that scary woman's gonna get out from that mirror and scratch up my arms <laughs> <laughs> was that was that way how did you remember that story then then claire how I did you remember remember it? all i remember is that you had to say if you said it three times you would yes. summon her i don't remember what it yeah. was she did to you i just remember that <laughs> she scratched up your arms is that what it was <laughs> <laughs> people said it all the time oh yeah you know lily went over to the bathroom and her arms were all scratched up because she said bloody mary three times at midnight but this is like were you there no but johnny saw it he told Teresa. and Teresa right. said it happened <laughs> and i believe <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny that's, that's scary and then um <laughs> and then there's a superstition like my husband told me about about fishermen so uh, most fishermen uh, have one where you never have a banana on your boat. Do you know about this one? No. Okay. So a banana on your boat causes bad luck. And that could range from like something small, like not catching fish that day or something really terrible. So my husband, he's in a fishing club and his buddy Ernest ate a banana on someone else's boat. The owner <laughs> of the boat is named John. So Ernest eats a banana on John's boat. That same day, when John was taking his boat off the water, his truck with boat trailer ended up sliding down all the way into the water. Oh. <laughs> and it, it just went bloop all the way in. And just horrible luck. And they really believe it was because Ernest ate a banana. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and oh nothing gosh. to do with skills. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to have to ask all my, I don't have that many, but of the boat friends I do have, I'm going to ask them all about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the movie Risky Business when he put his dad's Porsche into Lake Michigan? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, not to, you know, tromp on Halloween, but uh, you watched The Bachelorette. Yeah, Anna, what gives? You actually watched it? <laughs> I have never, ever seen it before. I never had a reason. I, I feel like. I'm dying to know I, your impression. It was interesting to me. I think what bothers me is that, like. I'm the kind of person who who's more into seeing friends fall in love or finding love organically, right. not being you know in a group where where there's a group of guys to choose from. Yeah. Uh, because there's a whole planet of men you could randomly meet and fall in love with, and they have like they start out with thirty. Is that right? Is that what I saw mm -hmm. last night? Um, yeah, twenty. Uh, twenty. And, twenty. Oh, 20. Okay. Yeah. And and then just seeing how these guys were like, some of them were like truly bummed out that she wasn't going to choose them. I don't know. It just felt so weird to me. I'm used to those John Hughes movies right. <laughs> and the Julia Roberts right. and Sandra Bullock yeah. and Meg Ryan movies. I want, I like that kind of romantic. Mm. <laughs> like it's just all by chance instead of this whole controlled environment. So right. this doesn't feel romantic. It feels 
No, it doesn't. Forced. And the music is the music swells, and they have these very dramatic scenes where they're fighting or whatever. And I think, yeah, I think for the for some of the contestants, I think the emotion is real because I really do Me too. think. And I and I'm not going to sort it men versus women. I think men and women are are both like this. They're, everyone's competitive. Everyone believes that they can win this. That they are a desirable person, mm-hmm. and they can either win by winning the heart and mind of the bachelor bachelorette. Or by just scheming to eliminate the other people, right? Whichever way you go about it, they all have the same end game, and it really is fun to watch those different things. I mean, I'll probably still watch it. I, I, I'm I, I'm curious about the whole Bachelor Nation thing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who Rachel Lindsay is? She was like one of the uh, yeah. not original bachelorettes, but she was a bachelorette like yeah. in past season. Mm-hmm. I listened to one of her podcasts, and and she always mentions the bachelorette, and I'm like, well, what is this? And then like I was gonna start on season one and episode one, and then I found out from Claire and Fitz in the morning that they were watching it too, and I'm like, well, maybe I'll just start then, like just on this season. Here's here's how I reconciled my, myself to the Bachelor and Bachelorette Nation, because when it first came on. <laughs> I thought this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. This is so <laughs> fake. There is no way in the world that people actually believe that this is that people are behaving like this. Until someone reminded me that it's a game show. And ever yeah. since I changed my mindset to it's a game show, I enjoy it now because now I'm watching the way and these are mostly actors. I mean, they're real people. They real like Dale Moss, the new hot guy, really is a football player. And a lot of them are businessmen or pilots or whatever. But a lot of them are also actors. And and they oh. are this notion of you get to go on a game show and find true love and fall in love with somebody just by virtue of being locked in a compound with them and having sex with them. Like, <laughs> zap, that's the person you're meant to be with. That's that's ridiculous. But if you right. think of it as a game show <laughs> where people vie to, to win a wedding ring, then it suddenly becomes super fun because. The women on The Bachelor are just horrible people. Yes. <laughs> and the men on The Bachelorette are horrible people. And you get to watch them all just be horrible people, all in the name of winning the game. <laughs> and yeah. Anna, plus, Anna, yeah. you're going to love this season is different because of COVID, but I- I'm pretty sure they'll still pull out all the stops with the clothes and the food. And the, you're not like going to get stuff. to see the really sexy locations they go to because usually they go off to some paradise and some this and that. And because of COVID, they had to stay in this uh, in the uh, La Quinta Resort in um, oh, Palm Desert, that California. Beautiful. I it's loved that. Gorgeous I love that there. setting. Gorgeous down there. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think that 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 part will be a little bit different. But there's always some beautiful building and some beautiful cards, a beautiful outfit. And then usually they go to the hometown and they meet the parents and the family. And then the families are all cray. Watch. Last year's, <laughs> watch last year's Bachelor with Peter the pilot, and and you you will be sold. I am a convert. I will tell you. you are. I I used to poo poo it, and now I love the Bachelorette. Okay, I mean I I know I'll enjoy it. My husband will watch it for the life of him. Really? Like, why are you watching you know this garbage? He will. <laughs> It's going to be one of those things where he's going to say, why are you watching this garbage? And the next thing you know, every Tuesday night, he's going to be sitting next to you saying, why are we <laughs> watching this garbage? And there were some things he wouldn't watch, Anna, that he did end up watching with you. Yeah. I can't remember. Well, but so There's then- one uh, that I watched um, <clears throat> that was recommended by, by Drew, who I work with on Fits in the Morning. It's a show called Afterlife, and it was uh, written and created by Ricky Gervais. I love Ricky Gervais in The Office. 
But there's some other shows he'd done that I didn't care for him, right? Like his character is always kind of this same kind of jerky jerk guy. And mm-hmm. and so you either like that or you don't. And I didn't really want to watch the show. And Drew said, no, no, it's really different. And it's really afterlife if you get a chance. I think it's on Netflix. Just a beautiful, beautiful show. And I started watching it and I got hooked. And Sharon, my, my partner, was like, oh, why are you watching that guy? I hate that guy. <laughs> and the next thing I know, she was like, when can we watch the next one? What can we watch? You know, so... <laughs> They do, our spouses. They they look over our shoulder and they poo-poo our choices, but every once in a while we can reel them in, you know? Yeah, right. Uh, After Ricky Jervis, he's uh, he's from the original uh, British... Yes, um, The Office. The Office? Yeah. Oh, okay. He, he created okay. it. He's he's the writer. So that yeah. that yeah. obnoxious character of Michael Scott that then later Steve Carell plays... Uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's not called Michael Scott in the British version. I uh, can't remember his name off the top of my head all of a sudden. He's always that kind of jerk. And and he's really, he's a very funny comedian, but he's also very biting and kind of nasty. Not nasty like bad words nasty, but like says nasty things, which is sometimes really, really funny and sometimes <laughs> really, really uncomfortable. <laughs> and that's how, that's his stock and trade. Oh. And, but he's also turns out a really good actor. Mm-hmm. And that's what I enjoy about the show Afterlife is the character he plays and the other characters that surround him in the writing. It, it takes that same jerky guy and gives him a really just deep, it's it's lovely. We have uh, homework to do then, Lori. Yes, I guess so. And <laughs> The Bachelorette and Afterlife. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we're so close to election. Everybody's stressed out. So I am going to bring up a movie I watched. Have you guys seen Peanut Butter Falcon? No, that's Shia no. LaBeouf, right? Yes. Oh, it is I a, watch it. It's a must watch. And I won't say anything until you guys watch it but i feel like it would be a awesome discussion <laughs> the peanut butter falcon yes uh-huh. yes and i my son and his friend came over and i never pick a movie because i always feel like if my movie sucks they're going to leave you know so uh, i said we're going to watch this and they were like oh okay and then they thought it was another one that Shia LaBeouf did where he plays his dad but it wasn't that one. Right. And so it was about him and a uh, uh, Down syndrome uh-huh. man. And so, but there was some wrestlers in there. So they knew the wrestlers. So they're, you know, they're a little bit on board. Oh, by the end, they were like, thank you for picking this movie. I'm like, whoa. Of course, somebody else suggested to me, my sister. But still, it was, I, I don't even think heartwarming. is. It, there's just so many things about it that are amazing. So. Yeah. 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 Peanut Butter Falcon. Watch it. I'm the same with you. I'm hi- hi- trying to hide from the election mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So we've lately we've been watching an old show from the '90s called Battlestar Galactica. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know oh how I never gosh. saw it because I love all the like Star Trek and Stargate mm-hmm. and Star Wars, but for some reason I never saw this particular show. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, oh, you're gonna watch the debate? Nope. Nope. Gonna watch three more episodes of Battlestar Galactica. Well, and <laughs> the, how can you watch the debate? It's on two different channels. It's ridiculous. They're, they're it's really yeah, crazy it's so good. how they're doing nope. that. Yeah. What's your escape, Anna? What do you? What do you flip on when you just want to get away from the world? Oh, man. Well, lucky for us, the there is a bunch of Walking Deads that happened. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Including they finally got the finale. Uh, it took them like months to get this last one out from the last season, season 10. And then Fear of the Walking Dead just started. Mm-hmm. And then now they have a brand new Walking Dead. I think it's called The World Beyond. It's like, I guess they are creating these spinoffs to sort of cater to younger people. So this one is like, I think, college kids zombie <laughs> series. Oh, my goodness. That's interesting that you watch Fear the Walking Dead. You're the only other person I know that watches it. I'm. We're still watching it um, <laughs> because there are some characters that I'm invested in. But for the most part, I felt like when it first started, its first season or two seasons, so unique, such a different set of casting, different yeah. place. 
different story. The whole like uh, this kind of like imagery of the Mexican occult and what was happening there what, when the zombie apocalypse happened. And then they yeah. just stopped doing all that, fired all the actors they started with and they have really? a whole new cast now. Oh. And now it's just like the same old Walking Dead. And like I said, I'm still <laughs> watching it. But I was curious, Anna, if you if you feel the same way or if you think it's maybe better now. I, I didn't catch on to that. I, I did notice that it was yet yeah, different than The Walking Dead. I didn't notice, though, that they uh, they fired other the, the original cast members. It's It uh, was kind of like... Or they, killed them off, right? They killed them off. Yeah, sort of one at a time, they completely changed the show. Like, yeah. everything Yeah, and then it. it sort of feels like, again, the yeah. same as the original Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. you know, you know now, that, now that you say that, now that you say that, yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> because it was, but, but then think about it. I think the, they started out Fear the Walking Dead as everything was normal. Right. But in it. They were more normal. Uh, it was when the, the it was when the one, virus right? first hit. So you actually got to see what it was like to live a normal life, and then suddenly yes. one day you weren't. <sighs> right, and a total in in a different area than The Walking Dead. Yeah. Right? So and I had think, a female um, lead who was fantastic. Who a female lead. Was she uh, was she that young the young one that was uh, in the one hundred or uh, no no I'm talking about the mom. Oh, uh, I wish I could yeah she looks right she looked familiar. Yeah. She was it the oh, new yeah. Walking Dead or the old one? It's called Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, so it's also, kind of a thing uh, from House The of, Walking Dead. On House of Cards and on Dead, uh, Deadwood? Madison Clark? Yes. That's the character name, right? The character is Madison. Madison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Yes. Um, um, yeah. The actress is... Uh, yes. Her name is... Uh, is it Alicia? No. That's the daughter. Kim Dickens? That's it. Okay. Kim, Kim Dickinson. Dickens. Yeah. Kim Dickinson. Okay. She was in... Um, Deadwood, and then she was in uh, uh, House of Cards, and then she's Fear the Walking Dead. And she was the lead, and it was just it was just different. I did, sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent on it. I just <laughs> no. I was curious if you had seen it because I, I find it interesting when shows when you think something's really unique, but it's obviously yeah. not doing very well, so they flip it. You know, I'm disappointed that it's a different show, yeah. and yet obviously it's successful. So yeah, I guess I was yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and I liked how it started because I liked how they brought us from normal to how it all went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> and how they used what they could to get through and survive everything that was happening. That's right. I loved it. They used yes. the, the resources that were right in front of them. Um, yeah. But it was also just, it was pretty, it was like the lighting was different. It was a very like Southern California desert kind yeah. of feel to it. Um, it was More different so from the drab of the, yes. you know, the original. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was like yes. it was happening in the light instead of in the dark. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Well, ladies, you know yeah. what time it is. It's time to wrap up. Do we have to? But I do want to go around <laughs> the I do want to go around the horn because this is what I've been thinking about lately. I always say, you know, be a good listener, but with all that's going on and COVID and everybody having their opinions, I think it's really interesting to be really curious. You know, like we do on this show. What do you think, Anna? What do you think, Claire? And just to be really curious because we're taught not to be curious and not to ask questions. I just feel like I love what we do here and just to be curious and ask ask questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My mother always taught me to talk to strangers. <laughs> really? <laughs> no wonder. Yeah. But what if they offered candy? Yeah, really. She did. She Get tried in the car with them. She and... tried to instill no. curiosity in me. Good. I love that. I know now that yeah. that's a gift because yes. I think you're right. A lot of people are like, don't ask, don't look, don't mm-hmm. don't touch, don't do this, yeah. don't do that. Everything's oh. fine here, nothing to see. Right, yeah. right. As an adult, when you meet someone who is a disability or is different, mm-hmm. um, as an adult, you are, oh, should I mention it? Should I not mention it? 
And children will mm. come right out and mention it. Yeah. And if you try to stop them, the person with the disability goes, no, no, it's good. It's mm-hmm. and I and I love it when my kids say, hey, mom, how are you doing? I oh, love that. Yes. That's my that thing. What have you got, Claire? Yeah, I like that. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is a, <laughs> this is a recurring theme because it's something that I have been just trying to instill in myself uh, is it's it's OK to do nothing. Wow. <laughs> I, imagine that. I like that. It's okay to just do nothing. You know, uh, I sort of, I've talked about Lori with this offline too. Those moments where you, you should be doing something or there's should, should. or you, you feel guilty that something isn't happening or whatever. And I think, I don't know if it's because of the election or COVID or, you know, like I said, I feel like a broken record, but there's so much stress and negative stuff that's kind of like going in on us right now. And I've really learned to just enjoy doing nothing, even if it's only an hour a day. To pet the cat, watch a stupid TV show. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Do a, not even a crossword puzzle. Do like a play solitaire. Yeah. Like candy really, crush. Candy crush some candy. Not going to crush itself. You know, like really just it's okay to just check out. It is a it is a form of self-care. Yes. To uh-huh. just shut down the old cranium and not care about anything else. I love it. You know, and it took me a long time to to get there. I love it. Great advice. Thank you. How about you, that Anna? That is good advice. I, I feel like if there's any positive thing that happened uh, during all this um, stay-at-home stuff this year, and there's nothing positive about COVID, I'm not saying that, but before COVID happened, I felt like my my life was rushed. And because of everything slowing down this year, I've slowed down. And I, th- I feel like that's been a good thing. Like, I feel like I can finally breathe, do things that I haven't been able to do, have a lot of downtime and not feel so rushed. And, and when you feel rushed and, and fast paced, sometimes you make a lot of mistakes being uh, living too fast, I guess. And so, yeah. And I have you guys still, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. We're, yeah, we're listening. Yes, we're, we're, <laughs> it was so quiet that I'm like, I don't hear anybody in my headphones anymore. Well, you know what? What's interesting, Anna, is you were telling me before all this COVID, I've got to decide about Christmas. Am I going to do the choir? Am I going to, you know, you were trying to figure out what to have and not have in your life. And we've always said having teenagers, they need us more. Yeah. And so yeah. I see that the gift in this is you are with your kids. You're not mm-hmm. doing a bunch of stuff that you were going to have to decide about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yes. And they seem that just fine so about it, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that that is so true, guys. We're all together someday. They're all they're going to be out and we're going to beg for them to come you right. know, mm-hmm. to our home and, and right. visit. Maybe I'll make that my point. Other than 18 days until Election Day, go out and vote. Yes. Mm-hmm. Vote like your soul depends on it. Vote that's like right. Vote like God standing over your shoulder. <laughs> I am just so amazed by, you know, the places where you can early vote and people yeah. waiting in line yeah. for hours. Isn't that's just that something? Early vote. That is something. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did, did your ballots come, by the way, I wonder? Mine hasn't shown up Mine hasn't yet. yet. They're supposed to be mailed Mine. by the end of this week, so we should they should be dropping by early next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Vote. We will vote. Maybe by the next listen and learn or not, we will have voted. We will have voted. Yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. So Live Coach Lori, Claire, thank you for taking time out in your busy schedule to chat. Thank you, Anna. Thank you. And thank you, (laughs) listeners, for downloading this podcast. You can get everywhere you get your podcast. Apple, Google, Spotify, Podcast One. Spencer's gifts. We're 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 waiting for <laughs> <laughs> Babbage's. 
<laughs> Life Coach Lori, how many stars should they give us? You know, it's really easy to scroll down and give five stars. I do it for my favorite podcast. I do it for Claire's. It's really easy to do, and it's very helpful, and we're all looking for some way to help others, and that would be a good way to help us give mm-hmm. us five stars. Yes, yes. Claire, should they share our podcast with friends or should they hide it? No, they should share it with their family, their friends, their dental hygienist, (laughs) and also the guy who sold your kids their very first pair of shoes. And their clown. (laughs) Their their token clown. Any clowns you know, absolutely share it with them. But don't tell them where you live. (laughs) Well, have a great day, everyone. This is Listen and Learn or Not. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'm going to run, Anna. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Love you. I'll just when I get home. Bye. See you guys okay. later. Bye.